Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Defenders of the Bank with your girl Scarfette alongside Panda's here. Hi, sweet home Amy's here. Hey everybody, so we are here once again to cover the Women's World Cup and let you know all the amazing things that our girls have done in their game against England and then to give you a little bit of an intro into the final. But before we get into that, you know, we're recording here on the 4th of July and we want to wish everybody out there a very safe and a very happy 4th of July. We hope you all truly enjoy. If you haven't seen it on Instagram yet, we came out with a new pin at Defenders. It is an amazing looking pin. Well done, boys. It may be my favorite pin that we've come up with so far. It is really beautiful, actually. That's the only word I can say to describe it, but... Yeah, I love it. So please, everybody stop by on the tailgate, which we'll talk about again briefly. If you haven't already heard the episode, the boys talked about it on as well. So yeah, so we're recording, like I said, the morning of the 4th of July. There was no bacon this morning. No bacon. No No bacon bacon. debate. I did stop for some tea. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Tea. Yes. And they may have a little ode to the British today. Nina yes. is drinking tea. Yes. And, you know, if you saw the game with Alex Morgan's goal and her kind of trolling the English fans, if you will, she did a little tea drinking herself. So we only thought that it would be appropriate if we did the same. And, well, Scarfette, tell everybody how you like to Let's drink your tea. Let's hear how that went. <laughs> so they're making fun of me because I had them on the phone while I was in the drive-thru for Starbucks. As because everybody like any does. good friend, right. I wanted to offer them something too. And <laughs> I get an Earl Grey tea grande with two inches of milk. Two inches. Two inches. Not three. No more. Not no one. less. No more, no less. <laughs> two inches. So I'm on the phone with them in the drive-thru. The person's taking my order and I just hear them cracking up as I'm trying to talk to the poor drive-thru attendant. They're like, two inches, Nina? Really? Two inches? It was the most Nina thing that I've probably heard to date. The fact that she had to specify the exact measurements the of measurements the measurements of the milk. Not You've got to be specific. Couple. Not leave a little room Scoops for milk or, leave a little or room. you know, a splash of milk. <laughs> Two inches of milk. Guys. Two inches. Well, the problem is they also messed up, and so I had two tea. <laughs> so I walked in the door to see them, and I'm like, they messed up my tea. And they're like, did they do three inches? Apparently. Did they do one inch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Nope. got an extra tea. So I got I'm... a couple of tea bags today. <laughs> so I am highly caffeinated, and you guys don't all know me like this, but I actually gave up caffeine other than drinking a cup of tea a day back in January. So having so much tea in my system, I'm like shaking. Thankfully, we've got some champagne here for our mimosas. And once again, Adrian came through and Amy brought us some fresh squeezed orange juice to make mimosas with. Starting the fourth right. Shout out to the orange tree. We also brought some eggs from our chickens. Now we were able to try for the first time the eggs that Amy and Adrian have from their chickens at their place that I've heard so much about. So I was really excited to be able to try them. And they were as delicious as advertised. So thank you guys for the eggs, for the orange juice, for the bagels, for the tea. Yeah, for- the bagels. Once again, we got yeah, to give a once shout again, out. Maury's bagels in Silver Lake. So delicious. Those yeah. are amazing. We're definitely spoiled here on Defenders of the Bank. Really enjoy being here in Burbank, California at Philomonster Studios. Yes, and if you guys listened to the episode that the guys recorded last night for our game against SKC, they did not record in the famous 
Film Monster Studios. We were actually at Nina's place. Yeah. So I hosted everybody. We were watching the (laughs) men's national team, of course. And then during halftime, we took a quick walk down to the bar next door. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Where they were not supposed to do any shots. Yeah. So we had a mayor here told them, don't do any shots. Yeah. Because she knew we we had to be here early today. So she's like, I want you fresh. I want you ready to go. So what did me and Nina do? We had glasses of liquor. Yeah, they apparently, shots. apparently at little dive bars, they uh, they don't have shot glasses. They have small glasses. cups. They have small cups, and they still fill them up as though they were a shot glass. So we had glasses of liquor last night. At we made our way to this nice little dive, dive bar. bar. <laughs> it was real interesting. We hit two dive bars. We bar hopped a little bit. I think Philly bought a round of shots. I'm sorry, glasses <laughs> in the first bar, and then Jr bought the next round of glasses yes. at the next dive bar and both had a very intriguing smell. I think it brought Panda back home a little bit. Oh my gosh, it smelled like a porta potty. I, I was, was like, just gonna are say we... that smells like smells or like... that sounds like it smells like dive bars. Dive bars back home, back home in, the in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere where, where you and both... I are from. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I walked in, I was like, oh this smells like like a porta potty and it was really kind of funny the way it played out because there was another guy sitting at the bar. He had a you know, a U.S. men's national team jersey on, and Jr. walked up. He goes, hey, I like your jersey. And the guy goes, I don't like yours. I'm a Galaxy fan. So I knew right away where the stench was coming from in that place. There it is. There it is. Moving on from that, we had quite the night. We had a lot of fun. We went to actually the stalking horse to watch the LAFC uh, SKC game so that was a whole yeah. lot of fun that was I mean, your first time there and yeah I'd we got n- to see James who helps out with the street team and I actually for the first time ever that I've been to a watch party won a prize yes you did and Woo-hoo! I for not the first time ever did not because I never win anything so I was a little <laughs> jealous you always win uh, I've never won before I know well you're always there's it's... been like no one there and I still can't manage to win <laughs> but does Scarf win because he wins everything he wins because he has me so finally you got to absorb that win it seems like the only win i got was the fact that james came up to me he's like i thought of you today because as i'm watching this sweden netherlands game he goes all i could think of is that you looked like half the players on their squad and he's like he has it pulled up on his phone he's like yep yep i'm like oh that girl's name is amanda i'm like maybe that was me maybe that's what i do i moonlight as a swedish uh, national team women's soccer player so well you are tall and you are blonde yeah so hey could worked i don't know i guess we'll never know but that was fun we had a lot of fun last night we're actually all doing surprisingly well this morning i think for i was impressed yes i was impressed i did not expect them to be awake in (laughs) time we had agreed to record this at 8 30 in the morning on the 4th so we could have the whole day ahead of us so we were up bright and early yep just Very so impressed. you know, Philly is actually still in bed, guys. <laughs> he came up, he set up the equipment, made sure it was all ro- uh, working well, and then went back to bed. So it is just the girls awake. We are in the studio. We are ready to go. We cannot yep. wait to tell you. And without yes. further ado, let's dive in. Yeah, let's, let's talk to you guys about this amazing game, U.S. Women's National Team, of course, versus England. Spoiler alert, we are moving on to the final. We will talk about that at the end of this episode. We'll give you all the details about the upcoming match. We'll tell you you what time it's going to be played, what to expect. So let's just kind of give you a little little backstory on how we got there as far as this match that we're going to talk about now. 
Yeah, and we knew going into this that Ellen White would be the girl to watch on England's team. White has scored in her last three games. She is tied with our girls going into this for the golden boot. And you know what? We came out, the game starts, and the U.S. looked very defensive. We started out not really pressing and attacking the way we normally do, but that quickly shifted. As you know, I took it back last time. Oh, we have our segment. Your (laughs) scarfette takes it back. Here it is again. (laughs) We score within the first 12 minutes, and we I know everyone was looking and trying and hoping that we would see that same goal occurring. But in the third minute, England conceded a corner kick that was taken by Lavelle. This would usually be taken by Rapino, but as some of you may have noticed, Rapino did not line up for this game. She was not one of our starters. She was actually out. And there were a lot of questions about that leading into the match. Even the announcer said, we don't know what's going on. A lot of people are asking us. We haven't heard word yet. But it turned out that she did have a slight hamstring injury. And so that mm-hmm. was the reason that she was held out. And, yeah. Um, go ahead. I know I read on Twitter before that because, of course, everybody at work. Because, again, oh, uh, spoiler alert. I was at work when this game was going on. Again, bunkered down in some random room trying to catch a glimpse of the game here and there. So, yeah, that that's how I do this game thing right now. But everybody's asking me, oh, Rapino's not in. Why is she not in? What's going on? So, of course, I took to Twitter to try to find out, you know, if I could get any information. And so much speculation. Our social media director <laughs> was on social, on social media. Yep. <laughs> That's what I was doing. Just trying to find out if I could catch, you know, a glimpse of why she maybe wasn't there. Because I'll tell you this, if it had anything to do with other than a strategic coaching change or just the fact that she was injured. If it was anything other than that, and I'm speaking from a political point at this time, I was going to be so upset. But thankfully, had nothing to do with it. So she did have a hamstring injury that we learned. I know the coach said she was going to be the only one to talk about it. I think mm-hmm. I think they didn't want to highlight her injury. Yeah. A lot of people were saying. This is something yeah. very strategic. Like yeah. you mentioned, yes. yeah. you don't advertise when your players are hurt in a heightened competition Because then the other like team this. has time to plan their strategy around You don't around say it. anything. No, they're going to gun for that injury. If you're like, hey, she's out with a left knee you know, contusion, guess what they're going to do during that game? They're going to mm-hmm. hammer on that knee. So Leave it out. You don't talk about it. And no one needs to know. No one needs to know. So like Scarfette was saying, we had a corner kick that would have been taken by Rapino, but it was not. And it was taken by Lavelle. The attack continues on that with Lavelle and Horan both taking shots in the sixth minute. Then we saw a direct free kick by press, which targeted Morgan in our great pressing and great attacking continued. And you knew it was coming, and then we got it in the 10th minute. Kristen Press with a goal. And this is the first Kristen time. Kristen Press. <laughs> I'm so this excited. is the first time England would trail in a World Cup game. Lavelle dropped back, drawing the defense, and then O'Hara crossed it in for Press with the header. And it was her first World Cup goal. Go, girl, go. I was very excited about this because before the game, when we found out that Rapino was out, I had a feeling Press would be the one coming in for mm-hmm. her. And then when they announced the lineup and they said press was in. We were all on a group text and I said, guys, don't worry. It's all going to be fine. Press is really good. And sure enough, press scores the first goal. And my first and text back beautiful. to the group was, told you so. See, <laughs> we don't we don't need a scarf Stradamus in our podcast because we have sweet home Amy and she's a mom. And what are moms, moms know everything before you do it. We have eyes in the back of our heads, and we can see everything in the future. Yes. So (laughs) thankfully, you were correct. It was a beautiful header by press. 
And we went up 1-0 over England. And the thing about England is they do like to start all of their attacks and they play everything out of the back line. And it was a really interesting style to see. Once again, we got a very tactical game. We did not get rugby and that was always as we like to see it. But in the 19th minute, Meade made a pass to Ellen White for a one-touch goal to the far post. This will make six goals in five matches for White. She is now, at this point, the golden boot leader and has scored in four straight World Cup games. But yeah, that's so going to change in just yes, a minute. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this was, I think this, you know, we, we had our goal at the 10th minute. Nine minutes later, they score a goal. So we went... This game, I think, personally, I think this game was the best game that we've seen in this World Cup for our women. Mm-hmm. It was very tactical. Um, there was a lot of really good strategic play. And it kept us on our toes. Like, there was, our women were forced to play to their best ability at every minute of the game. Yeah, and they made a lot of smart decisions. When, one thing I'll cover later is when we have these World Cup games, now that we're into the knockout stages, we've been sitting back a little and we've been defending more. Mm-hmm. And it's a very interesting change. We have a change in possession, but we're being very accurate with everything we do. So we'll talk about that in a little while. But for now, this leads us further into the match. And I think at this point, Panda, you sent a text to all of us going, Lavelle wants it. She wants to score. Oh, Ugh. she played so well. That She is such a little fireball out there. You see it on her face. You see it when she strikes the ball. She has so much behind everything that she does. She hustles out there on that pitch. I want nothing more than for this girl to get a goal in that game. Um, she is so much fun to watch. And, you know, if anybody deserved one at that moment, it was her. But She's yeah, all she over had- the field, up and down, left and right. She's... I think one of the big reasons for our tactical strategical play that works for our accuracy, um, for moving that ball, pushing that ball up. Yeah. And she had a great shot in the 25th minute, which was quickly countered by England in the 27th minute, who were really testing our defense. And it looked almost as if we had lost a step, as if we were struggling a little. And it made me very nervous because we weren't looking great. But then Haran into Morgan for a beautiful centering pass. And Morgan becomes the first player in the World Cup to score on her birthday. Happy birthday, Alex Morgan. Happy 30th birthday. You know know what's really funny as we're talking about scoring on your birthday is, you know, all the LAFC fans listening last night, you guys know Fito scored last night on his birthday, which I don't know. What better gift than to have a goal, especially on one of the largest stages in the world than on your birthday? And with that, she also brought it back. She now has six goals in five matches, and she is back in the Golden Boot race. This is her first goal since the opening match, where you know she scored five. Talking about the Golden Boot race, I was was hearing them talk about this, and because she has more assists right now in the World Cup, it actually makes her the winner currently Mm -hmm. for the Golden Boot, even though she is tied with six with White. So that's... I think I think she's obviously a lock now because White right well, we're going to we continue know. to have opportunities. Yeah. She has from that first game to now and maybe even last game we started to see a little more of her attacking but that assist I think she dropped back in a few of the games and was really more of an assist. Absolutely. She was playing more to others you know, strength or whatever. We saw that a little bit. She was also beat up quite a bit in Spain. So, Oh yeah, definitely. And that brings us into the 40th minute when we saw a yellow card to England for the foul to Alex Morgan's face. Ooh, <laughs> that was a slap. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little chippy there. Huh? <laughs> but no real stoppage time there. We got one minute of stoppage time and that led us into the half. We are up currently two to one. 
Yep. So this was a really fun game to watch. Uh, that first half, you know, two to one. I mean, that's we're not up three to nil. We're not, you know, like those first games. We were actually, we actually had competition. It was very strategic and tactical. And I was, I was really excited watching this game. I was actually in Miami. Tell so, everybody where you were watching. For those it. of those, yeah. <laughs> Tell for everybody. those of you who follow me on Instagram, you saw that I had to do a twenty-four hour work trip to Miami. I had to take a red eye out, uh, visit a client, and then come back to LA that night. And so thankfully, I walk into my client's office that morning in Miami, and the president of the company looked me straight in the eye and said, so I don't know if you watch soccer. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of stared at him. Uh, What? Um, He said, but I'm letting everyone off early, and we're all going to Hooters. To watch the game. Yeah. That's when I knew I was back home in the South. You know it. That's where we watch all our sporting events. It's it's Buffalo Wild Wings or Hooters. So lucky for Amy, it was at Hooters. It was Hooters. I mean, their Buffalo Shrimp is pretty good. But I prefer Buffalo Wild Wings over Hooters. So maybe we can uh, debate about that at some point. Oh, yeah. We definitely could. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But uh, but yeah, so it was really fun. I, I was there with my client in about 10 or 15 people from the company so it was a really fun game everyone was really into it yeah and it I was a fun game it was and the score definitely reflected the fact that it was you know that two to one going into the half kind of showed that you know they they were both very aggressive and eager to to try to get on the board mm-hmm. and we uh, thankfully did not allow them to do that so yeah so that takes us into the second half and and in the 50th minute England got a direct free kick and we had a beautiful save by Neher but oh, this was gorgeous. It was a beautiful save, and she caught it perfectly. There was a little bit of bouncing around right there in front of the box, but fortunately, she got her hands on it. Then as she's attempting to release, we saw Ellen White get a little chippy, actually bumps into her, and we get the foul for the offense on the keeper. Lots of attacking plays in the first half. We had a good takeaway from the defense. Press had a great opportunity, but missed the shot in the 60th. In the 64th, Lavelle goes down with a potential hamstring injury. Nothing too serious, but definitely something to keep our eyes on. And Mewis comes in for her. Yeah, your girl. Yeah, I was very excited to see her come out there. We knew there were going to be some subs in this game. We knew that there would probably be some subs, you know, especially after that first half, after we saw that they were actually playing to our level. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I, I had a feeling there would be some subs. And so, unfortunately, this, I think, came earlier than probably Ellis planned. Probably, but but I think it was a really good sub. And before Lavelle could get that goal, like I said earlier in this podcast, it really wanted her to score. And as much as she tried and as well as she played, unfortunately, it just didn't happen. But maybe we'll see her in the next one because she does say that she is planning on being in the final match. Yeah. And I think with this, it's a very careful decision. If you have somebody that goes down even slightly and you have a concern for injury when you need them in the next match, you don't push them. Exactly. And we have the depth on the bench to be able to substitute a player in and not be hurting. Absolutely. And that leads us into the 68th minute when we all had a moment where we nearly pooped our pants. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say a little panic moment, but maybe that's more accurate. Well, maybe we pooped our pants a little later, but yeah. <laughs> this one was definitely a panic. White scores a goal in the 68th minute and it goes to VAR and 
it gets called back. Thank the Lord. It was an amazing call. Thank you, VAR, for this one because she was offside and it's just a shoulder lean. Oh, my yep. gosh. Even listening Barely to the offside. commentators, like no one even suggested that it was possibly offside whenever it happened. They celebrated. Everybody was happy. And then you see that they are they're talking about it and they're like they might be reviewing this for possible offsides and mm-hmm. they kept saying you know I, I thought she was lined up perfectly and you know of course you go back you review it you stop it you draw that line on the screen and yeah there it is there she is that, that is. shoulder lean and we've talked about this before we've had closer calls but this is definitely one of the close ones if you are just even a little ahead you look at the entirety of the body and if you're ahead, you're going to be off. And she was. That took us into the 76th minute where Tobin Heath goes down for injury and we get a hydration break. And this kind of brings us into the fact that it's hot in yes. France right now. It is very hot. Yes. So you're going to get a lot of those hydration breaks as well. And it's something you don't always see in U.S. soccer because there are rules and regulations for at what point you need to take a hydration break. And sometimes it's also just in the judgment of the referee. So we got one, and then there was this really weird delay. Typically, when you get a player that comes off for injury, because as some of you may know, if the medical staff step onto the field, the player who was attended to has to come off and be allowed back on. Actually, there is a yellow card offense for entering or exiting the field without the referee's permission. Oh, I didn't know that. So that's why she needs to wait for the referee to call her back on. And in this case, she made her wait. She did not just immediately signal her back on with play resuming. She made her wait until the next stoppage, which is very unusual. And I'm not quite sure what the decision factor was on that. If she thought it might be because Heath wasn't really injured and she was just trying to kill time. Do we know how long was, do you know how long she had to wait? I don't remember. Like 45 seconds. Okay. So it wasn't too long. (laughs) It wasn't too long at all. But it could have been. But it's a very interesting thing. And England had the ball and they were on the attack and we're down a player. I was just going to say, it's like having a a power play in hockey that you don't, Mm -hmm. but it's not technically a power play. We we shouldn't be down a player. Yeah. Either way, it gave them 45 seconds of opportunity to capitalize on being a man down on the field. And that's scary. In a game Mm -hmm. like this, you want all your resources all available at all times during that game. So, yeah, yeah, definitely weird. And thank you for explaining that because I'll be honest, I I see it all the time, you know, and, and I know it's going on, but wasn't exactly sure what the rule was when it came to it is a yellow card offense yeah and why they come off sometimes why they don't so thank you for explaining that that that's you know definitely helps me understand this game even more and I learned so much from you Scarfette I love love it (laughs) I love you guys but back to the game so we were glad to get Tobin Heath back on the field because then in the 79th minute we get Ellen White again hungry wanting another goal wanting to tie it up, but she misses, completely airballs this from the top of the sixth. She makes no contact with the ball, and no one makes contact with her. It was just a stroke of luck, if you will, that Ellen White was able to just whiff entirely. Oh, I remember texting everybody going, did you just see that? Yeah. (laughs) Did that just happen? Wait, what? Are we playing golf or are we playing soccer? Yes. Yes. It's either football or golf. Whenever we look at these uh, terrible shots that are happening, they either go she way a, up and over. Yeah. yeah. And she pulled a no hit, which is like me when I play golf most of the time. So, <laughs> so in the 80th minute, we got another sub. We got Lloyd coming in for Tobin Heath. And that's an interesting sub because they don't play the same position. So there was something tactical going on. There was a change in formation. We're mixing things up. 
Boyd is a little bit more aggressive than he. Absolutely. And so that may have had something to do with it, just trying to prevent. You know, Lloyd is actually really a midfielder. Your best defense is a good offense. That's right. And so we were probably, if I were to guess, I would think Ellis was just saying, hey, listen, let me get someone more aggressive, more defensive in there up at the top to really make sure that we don't give that ball and away. And doing it in the 80th up. minute so you have those fresh legs for the final 10. Because at this point, remember, we're up 2-1. to one. We have the advantage. We need to hold out. So this brings us into a VAR review for a foul in the box, committed, of course, by the U.S., unfortunately. This is a game-changing opportunity, oh. which is why it is VAR. And what they're looking at is that back leg. Was there a foul? Did there Was there connection? And unfortunately, you know. Yeah, we. I, I was sitting there going, this is ridiculous. And then I see a text from Scarfette that goes, yep, back of the leg. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> I still Why has she got to be so technical and right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't see it. I don't want to see it. Sometimes you got to take the emotion out and just go, for... Yeah. yeah, you're right. Is that what that sounds like when you take yeah. the emotion out? What was that? <laughs> when you guys let emotion out, it sounds oddly enough like other things being let out, it sounds like. So I guess it all sounds the same. <laughs> but this brings us into your girl, Amy. Oh my gosh, Alyssa Nair. She's gotten better and better every this game. This is like the save of the century right there. It was unbelievable. She yes. stops this PK. Like nobody's business. So I'm sitting there and with my client and the president of the company and one of their other directors, I I hear them making a bet about whether she would block it or not. And the president of the company said, no way, it's going in. And the other guy said, she's blocking it. 20 buck bet. President of the company had to pay 20 bucks. Yeah, you should have gotten him for more. I know. You should have chipped in on that. The odds on that. Hold on. Because I knew this at one point. Like, I think it was something like 90%, but it might be higher. 90% go in? Go in. I mean, well, that that's what sense. I would have thought. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, <laughs> where is it? But Shout there out to was... Sniega, by the way. So, I forget what the percentage is exactly, and it might have changed recently, but I know it's up there. It is hard to save a PK, and we can do a PK challenge later on if you want with the boys. Ooh. But. We can with see. Billy's torn hamstring, that yes. would be great. I'm kicking right. against him. We're, we're going to play with a child size goal. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna... Malia will be the referee. <laughs> oh. Oh, she's so, not here today. Like we said, amazing save by Alyssa Nair. And that leads us into the 86th minute. England gets a second yellow card. And Red, you are off. Goodbye. Goodbye. Adios. Bright. Bye-bye. Yes. Bye-bye. <laughs> So now we are obviously playing up a man, and this is us sitting good. You know, we're up two to one. We're on the high from the save. And now we've got the men or woman. <laughs> so in the 88th minute, you see the final sub in for the United States. And then in the 89th, England uses up their final sub. But the fourth official forgets to push the button to <gasps> earthquake. Oh, my God. That's what that is. Oh that's an earthquake. We're actually having an earthquake right now. Guys, we're having an earthquake. I thought maybe I had too much mimosa. (laughs) No, this is an earthquake. Is it over? Yeah, that was it. Okay. Just get ready for the aftershock. Oh my gosh, that was wild. I've never felt an earthquake, guys. Oh, you haven't? Are you serious? No, I've never felt an earthquake. And now it's all on audio. At 10.35 Saturday morning. Or no. This is the 4th of July. It's actually a Thursday. (laughs) At 10.35... 
Oh, Philly just Philly walked just in with like up. the weirdest look on his face. Somebody take that picture. Did you feel that? I thought my hangover was something like ridiculous. I'm like, what the heck's going on? Who's pushing my bed? Shitty. Did you take steroids? Are you that angry? My cat bit me this morning, and I'm thinking he just decided to muster up the strength to pick me up out of my bed. Why did no. I feel- notice the closet was moving? I'm like, Schmitty, you're not that big. Am I still? Am I still moving? I thought I was just about to say it felt like I was on a cruise ship for some yes. reason or something. Like it felt like we were moving. I'm. I feel like kind this of is gonna be really a long episode. I had too much mimosa. Low key, I mini pooped myself. Wow, we. <laughs> so, wow. All back right, guys. to the game. We are almost wow <laughs> done with our recap here. Thank you, earthquake. Wow, shout out earthquake. <laughs> So Ooh. in the 89th minute, like I was saying, England makes their final sub and the fourth official forgets to push the button to signal who is supposed to come off the pitch. And you see the sub for England yelling because we are now minutes away from this being over. Minutes away from England being That's knocked out. That's what she out. was yelling at. She was oh, so pissed. I saw her like yelling at the official. Yeah. The official held it up with nothing on it. Ooh. Yeah. Not great. Not a great situation to be in. Fortunately. They got their sub on, unfortunately for them, in the seven minutes of stoppage time that we had because of the VAR, all England managed to do was foul. We saw another yellow card. We saw Lloyd really making an impact here because she drew so many fouls in those final minutes. But despite everything... That aggressive player. Yeah, she was pulling on them. all of their efforts, England loses to the United States... We win this match, and you see every single player on the U.S. Women's National Team run and hug Alyssa Nair. Oh, she played so well. She really made an impact with that PK save, not to mention the other saves. She made an impact with that PK save. She looked incredible. Hope Solo who? Exactly. I don't think anyone's going to know her name after today. I don't think anyone cares anymore. Well, maybe not. But definitely making an impact, and no one is thinking twice about Hope Solo not being there. No, I think it's incredible. Like I said, you know, I'm so glad that she was my player to watch that we talked about in the the first episode after the group stages because I knew that that was going to be, you know, coming into this tournament, I said this last time too, the defense was supposedly our weak spot, and I think it actually turned out to be our strongest, strongest part of the team. Absolutely, and Nair the keeper and the is included in the defense. Yep. So, like we said, we win, we move on. Alex Morgan becomes the first player to score on her birthday, is now leading the race for the golden boot in the sense that she's ahead in the assists, and she's not out yet. Rapino, nope. of course, we will see soon. So it's kind of a head-to-head competition between the United States to see who can take home that title. So it'll be really fun to see how that plays out in our final match. But Panda, do you want to go ahead and give a rundown of what we can expect in the final? Sorry, my heart is still like pounding out of my chest, guys. So as most of you know, Netherlands and Sweden, they played their match the day after we played ours on July 3rd, which, which was Tuesday. Also happened to be Dunn's birthday. So happy birthday. Cheers. And if you know the result, you know that Netherlands beat Sweden. So that was it was kind of an exciting match in just the sense that it's the first time in tournament history that a semifinal match has actually gone into extra time. And the result was 1-0, Netherlands beat Sweden. So it was in the 99th minute when Daniel van de Donk actually set up the goal 1-0. What, what was, was that, that name? <laughs> 
Van de Dunk. Believe me. Van de Dunk. There were a lot of interesting names in the Sweden-Netherlands match, so... Van de Dunk. Van de Dunk. So on Sunday, U.S. is going to be taking on the Netherlands for the 2019 FIFA Women's World Cup Final. And a little bit about this match, it's actually interesting. This is the first time since 2003 that two female head coaches will be in the final. So, so exciting. That's kind of exciting to, that we're going to actually be able to see that. Yeah, so Sunday, actually, we're going to be watching from the field. So if you guys want to come on down to Bank of California Stadium, make sure you say hi to us. We're going to be watching there. I think everything's going to open at 7. The game, of course, we like we said, starts at 8. And then afterwards, there's going to be a sandwich drive to make sandwiches for the homeless again. So definitely going to stick around for that. So that's why our episode may be slightly delayed and coming out because we're going to also take that opportunity to give back. Yeah. And then I think later in the day, we're actually going to watch our men. Yeah. Watch the men. The men and the, the women playing on when the I same day. When I say day, our men, really we have fun. the U.S. men and we have the Mexican men. They're going to be taking on each other in the Gold Cup final. You got to so. go U.S. Vela's not playing. <laughs> You've got well, no excuse. We have a split house. Yes, you yes, do. You I have do. a split house. You yeah, do. I'll be wearing U.S. I'll my be husband US. might be wearing Mexico. He his heritage, his family's from Mexico, so, so he usually mine. cheers for Mexico when. Uh... So is mine. <laughs> Either way, Sunday's going to be really exciting. I'm so excited to see our women take on Netherlands in this final. They have actually overcome so many hurdles to get to this match, and what I mean by that, they've actually had the most difficult stretch of opponents that anyone has had to go through to win a World Cup. And let me break it down to you real quick on what that means. So in the group stages, we took on Sweden, who went on to make the semifinals. Unfortunately, they did lose to the Netherlands, but they're still a very strong opponent that we faced and overcame. And then Spain, who we eliminated in the round of 16, they were actually considered the world's best up-and-coming women's soccer nation after regularly outperforming the U.S. at the Youth World Cups. Yeah, they were really good. I mean, we talked about it. They were really physical. They had a very good strategy. Yeah, definitely. And then we can't leave this without talking about France because guess what? They were the hosts who we all know. They have the core of a team that has won six of the last nine Champions League titles. And then, of course, England, who we just recently beat, they were the number three ranked team in the world and the winners of the She Believes Cup in March. So that just leaves one more opponent in our way on the road to the World Cup, the Netherlands. To back-to-back championships. Back-to-back championships. Yes. The Netherlands also, I want to add this, they're actually the reigning European champions. So they are not an opponent to be sleeping on at all. Absolutely not. And so going into this final too, I think is really cool to, to point out that we are the first team to reach the World Cup finals three three World Cups in a row. And we have the most consecutive wins in a FIFA Women's World Cup with 11. So pretty impressive So we're stats. coming in with all the stats, all the numbers. Yep. And yeah. I, and I think, you know, beating Netherlands is just going to be another feather in the U.S. Women National Team's now very bird-like cap that we seem to have accomplished here. I so. like that bird-like cap. Yeah, it's getting feathery up there. So before we wrap this up, I'm going to leave you guys with some fun stats and For those of you who've been watching every game, you've noticed that our possession, our pass accuracy, everything has slowly decreased as we've become more defensive and faced more tactical teams as well as more skilled teams and as we're playing into the knockout rounds. And I went through and, you know, like my nerdy self, I just kind of confirmed this and it's interesting. So in our first match, we had 40 shots. In our second match, we had 26 shots. 
in the third match against Sweden, only 16 shots. Then when we played Spain, 10 shots. France, 10 shots. When we played England just now, 10 shots. So we're shooting less, but our scores are holding out. So it'll be interesting to see how everything works out for us. Well, again, we came into this tournament. Everyone was talking about how our defense was a weak spot. And I think what we've shown is that the defense is actually the strong spot. I mean, yes, our attackers are fantastic and our midfield is Mm -hmm. phenomenal. Julie Ertz is incredible. Yeah, there's that fun map that Panda was showing us earlier. We'll post that on our Instagram account. Yeah, Julie Arts is, if you watch her, you know she's incredible, but you got to look at this map to see (laughs) just how incredible she is. This map shows like this big, clear area in the field, and it's... So it has dots. It has dots showing England's first half touches. And their touches are all... Thank you, Opta. Yes. They are all very much in, you know, in their territory in the back. And as they move forward, you see this big hole form. clearing. There's this nice little clearing right in the middle. It's like someone put a goat out on the field and just started clearing out all the grass. Greatest of all time goat. Goat. Yes. So very interesting. Uh, this matchup's going to be actually, I think, a really fun one in the sense that one of the stats I was looking at when Sweden and Netherlands were playing were the fouls. And Sweden had 24. Netherlands only had 14. So clearly the Netherlands is the nicer team. They're not in it to, to be chippy. They're not in it to kind of throw us to the ground. They're going to be another tactical team that we're going to face. And I think that's so much more of a fun game to watch. And I think that's what we're going to see on Sunday morning when we all come together and watch this match unfold. So yeah, but before we sign off, we want to once again, like we know the boys did it, but we will be tailgating this Saturday defenders of the bank. And we hope you guys all come out and support us and say hi and, you know, ask Philly and Scar for their autographs because, you know, they love that. No. <laughs> I think it makes them feel weird, which makes me laugh a little bit. So, yeah, oh, it please. makes me giddy. Please oh, do. Love it. Yeah. Ask for pictures. Ask for autographs. And just yes. come by. So come say by. hi. Say hi. Talk to us. Of uh, course, we'll have I Riley's will be there. beer. My husband will be there. Yes, we're going to have Riley's beer is going to be there in full force again. So please come on out. Stop by our tent. Even if it's just to say hi, we will have merch there. We will have pins. We're going to have our new 4th of July pin there which is so dope i love it we're gonna have panda pins we're gonna have some of our regular pins as well so again just come by say hi to us we we love meeting all of you you know the term defenders of the bank really encapsulates everyone we are all defenders of the bank doesn't matter who you are who you belong to what group you're part of we are all there for the same reason so we love you all we're so happy yeah. to be able to talk to you thank during you this so earthquake riddled yes, 4th of July. Thank you. <laughs> and we will see you guys Saturday. Once again, this Enjoy is... the fireworks. Yes. Enjoy the holiday safely. Yeah. This is Panda Scarfette and Amy signing off. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.